the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth, and I am here with my friends, good friends, uh, friends of the program and friends of me personally and fellow warriors in the kingdom of God, Bill Glazier and Susan Simon. How are you all both doing today? All right, so we're going to open with prayer, and I've got a personal prayer request. Um, Some of you all may have heard my father-in-law had a massive stroke uh, two weeks ago today, and uh, he had a huge blood clot in the in the back of his brain and fortunately uh god is good he was staying with us at the time and uh he my wife was able to get him to the hospital really quickly which makes a huge difference in a in a stroke situation so they did give him some medicine in fairness to dissolve the, the blood clots but they still said they had to do surgery and uh when they went in to do the surgery we were all praying and praying for him and the whole church and when they went in to do the surgery, the blood clot was gone. So there was nothing to remove. So, yeah, God is the great physician. So we're going to pray for him. He's been at the Tier Rehabilitation, which is a world-class rehabilitation facility. We're really fortunate at the medical center we have here in Houston. Um, and so, But he's being discharged. You know, Medicare only goes so far. He's being discharged on Monday. And so I'm going to open with prayer for him and uh for my wife as mm-hmm. well uh because she's going to be his caretaker and uh I'll probably have a little role in that as well but anyway father god we come to you today with uh, gratitude on our hearts you are such a marvelous wonderful god and as the program opening says you have called us out of the darkness and into your marvelous light and for that we are forever grateful father i just lift up clyde wood right now father we thank you for the healing that has occurred so far and we trust in you and thank you for the healing that's going to occur in the future I ask uh, for that you give him peace and comfort as he goes through this ordeal and that you touch every part of his body and touch his brain and rewire all the veins and arteries and, and, and heal them miraculously as we know you can do. I also lift up my wife, Rebecca. Uh, Father, you have blessed me with her. She is a wonderful, loving person, and I ask that you give her patience and, 
continue the love, great love that she's demonstrated. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well, we have a victory to announce as well. Come on. Uh, beyond that. Uh, so we had a, a family come to New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street. <laughs> it meets at 6 p.m. on Sunday night, Sunday nights in the Heights. We had a family come, and their son has uh, been struggling with addiction. Mm-hmm. And there were some challenges that we really don't need to get into, but the good folks op- over at the Open Door Mission worked through all of those challenges, and the man was admitted today into the doorway program, and that's another victory, another another, God. another guy that's going to be taken out of bondage, and, and uh, we lift him up in prayer as well, too. So uh, it, the Open Door Mission, folks, is a wonderful facility. If you have any questions about it, uh, you can email me at Pastor John J O N at nccgreaterheights.org, Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org, and uh, I'll help you with your family member or yourself or your loved one get into the Open Door Mission, or we are affiliated with Facilities for Women as well. Whatever program works best, that's what what we do. So it's a blessing to be here. Uh, Bill has been on the program. Uh, many times, and we always have a wonderful discussion, and we're going to talk about a couple things today, I think. We're going to yes. talk about King David and uh, the incredible obstacles that he overcame, because there are people out there right now that uh, are under the bondage of addiction. Um, they may be semi-functioning or think of themselves as functioning, uh, but they're not living up to their potential. And and more likely, we've got a lot of people out there that know someone, everybody knows someone that's been uh, been hurt by addiction is under bondage. And, you know, there's, there's answers. There's a vaccine and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And, uh, uh, so we're here to, this program is to offer hope because there's always hope. Both Bill and I are in recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've turned our lives. We surrendered our lives to Jesus Christ and it changed everything. So Bill, you know, we were talking before the show started and to many people, you know, back in the day of, 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 King uh, David and King Saul, uh, Goliath was out there, and uh, they thought Goliath was unbeatable. And to many people, addiction is like a Goliath. It's a giant. It stands in the way of everything in their lives. You think he's unbeatable. You do. He's 12 foot tall. You can't get around him. can't beat him. Back in the day, they'd pick one guy to fight for the armies, and that was the guy the, that they picked to fight Chelsea's, for him. Yeah. So uh, you, you look at... You look at addiction and I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. Well, here comes a, a, a runt shepherd boy who was bringing his brother's lunch. His brothers were soldiers. Yeah. And he picks up a piece of leather, puts a rock in it, hits Goliath in the forehead, hits his addiction right between the eyes, knocks him out, and then cut his addiction off. You know, so he cut Goliath's head off with his own sword. So what I that makes me excited because I'm a warrior. Amen. Every day I get up and I'm a warrior for God. Praise God. And that gives me hope every single day when when something goes wrong that I can accomplish anything because David can kill the giant. Well, the Bible tells us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Right. And there are so many wonderful things about that. You know, when the uh, Jesse, who was David's father, mm-hmm. was told that his sons, one of his sons would be anointed as king. He didn't even put David up there. No, <laughs> he, he left him in the pasture. Yeah, he left him in the pasture. <laughs> David didn't even qualify. 
And and what's so wonderful is because it, it's the enemy, the voice of the enemy, that's telling us that this giant Goliath cannot be conquered. You know, and that I can't tell you how many people I've come across that have just given up. Yeah. You know, they they just think this is my life. I'm going to be stuck with this. There's nothing I can do about it. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. The father of all lies, Satan, is whispering that in their ears. And it happens to family members, too. And, uh, you know, because they get so frustrated because the, the person that's under bondage and addiction makes promises and promises and promises and they never come through. And uh, everybody gives up on him, and, and you know, <laughs> David's brothers weren't weren't volunteering to fight Goliath. No, they, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they didn't volunteer. No. So I think it's important to let's look at it this the right way. So if you're listening tonight, and you're that person that never gets picked, you're always in the hole, everything's always against you. You can be David. David was that person. He was never picked. He was a small guy. You know, he was the last pick for dodgeball, right? Yeah, yeah. So that. even the that person can be victorious through Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And there's so many parallels because, of course, Jesus has directly descended his human lineage from right. David. Um, and and uh, Jesus... Uh, is is the solution i mean you and i know you know there are secular programs out there nothing wrong with them no. I, I wish them well and I'd, I'd certainly rather somebody go through a 28-day insurance paid program than not do anything at all right but you and i both know that the real power the supernatural power that transforms recovery from just white knuckled sobriety right in, into joyous living comes through a relationship with jesus christ Right. And I went through a 28-day program. Well, there you go. And there's no, I'm not good enough to white-knuckle anything. God gave me. He came to my room on the fourth day and said, I said, yes, I want to do this with you. That's amazing. And he gives me the power to stay sober. He he does. And, you know, Jesus' signature ministry, I believe, throughout the Bible, of course, he healed, he, he comforted. Uh, he saved, uh, but his signature ministry really was deliverance. He delivered people from the power of bondage, from power of evil, from from whatever affliction they were under. And of course, he delivered all of us from from certain death and from being going to hell. He right. delivered us and saved us from that. Like and, that. And, yeah, and uh, so he has delivered me what what I would have never thought was possible back when. I was a couple of things uh, I want to come back to, but back when I was in my addictions and I said that with a plural addictions mm-hmm. uh, back when I was in my addictions was I, I would have never thought it was possible that I could be completely free. Mm-hmm. I mean, whom the sun sets free is free. Indeed. I have no desire, none to drink, none. And God has put in my head uh, that when I think about drinking, I think about a hangover. I mean, it's a terrible thought. Exactly. It's all negative. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's wonderful. I mean, you know, the concept of going out and, and tying one on has uh, no appeal to me whatsoever. And there was a time in my life where I could have never imagined not having a, a, at least a couple of beers on any given day, you know. Right. And probably a lot more. But um, Had it happened the other night. Went to eat Mexican food with my wife, Kelly, and whisper in my ear, my flesh, Satan, whatever you want to call it. You know what would be good right now? You've had a hard day. You mm-hmm. should have a burrito. Yeah. And you know what played in my head? 
was that aftermath. Yeah. That when you look back, when you sober up and you look back at at everything that, that had happened to you, and it's it's you have to deal with that to walk through the sobriety deal, but it's a great picture to remind me of what I don't want to ever see in front of me again. The destruction yeah. that, that we left. And, you know, what's wonderful about that, and, that, and that's one of the things that p- keeps people down, is the shame mm-hmm. and, the, and the guilt of every all the stuff that they've done bad, and they don't think that, that they can overcome that. But we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen. So, so we can clearly o- overcome it. You know, I remember a, a time when I remember calling my family up, and, of course, they didn't know the depths of yeah, of course, I thought at the time they didn't really understand. Right. They knew. They knew the they problem. You know, but I can remember having this feeling that, oh, everything goes wrong in my life. I'm just under a black cloud. I actually said that once. I'm like the Peanuts character, you know, with this black cloud. Like, yeah, well, I was the one that was creating the cloud, man. That's right. Stirring everything up. But you don't have to live like that, man. There is a much better way, a better way. And, and Jesus came to seek and save the lost. So, if if you're out there and you're lost right now, you're listening to this program for whatever reason, or you've got a loved one that's under a bridge somewhere and is, is just lost, please have them get a hold of us. There are people, there are warriors, as Bill called himself earlier in the program, there are warriors in the kingdom that want to, you know, I mentioned the Open Door Mission. You know the best thing about the Open Door Mission? From somebody's perspective that's under bondage, it's free. <laughs> it's free. What God, what Jesus gives us freely gave, it's free. We can freely give away. So, um, it, you know, you don't have to live the way you're living. There's no excuse. Um, if you want help, there's help to be had out there. There is. And we've had people on this show, we've had women's ministries from, from things like uh, that are being trafficked or that are caught up in the sex industry. Uh, you know, there's, there's even a high school in this town for kids that have gotten into addiction. We've had Archway Academy. We've had her on. Really? There's, there's a women's ministry. In fact, Lenora Purvis, who, who runs Heaven's Army is going to be on next week. She runs a men, women's ministry in Cleveland. Uh, there's the Open Door Mission. There's Project Hope. We've had people on the prison reintegration people. Our good friend, Boyd Harrell, Pastor Boyd Harrell, over at Cool Ministries, has uh, recovery ministries uh, three times a week and, and is a church set up just for recovery. New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We're, we're Bible-based, non-denominational, spirit-filled recovery church. And, you know, recovery encompasses a lot more than just alcohol and drugs. Right. I mean, people are recovering from depression, from anxiety, from divorce, from from disappointments. Jesus said we would always have trials and tribulations in this life. And, and you know, and, and that's one thing that people need to understand, too. Um, just because you get sober doesn't mean all of life's problems disappear. Oh, no. Right. You know, they, they don't all disappear. But now you have the tools to deal with. But them. I sure can <laughs> cope with some stuff now. Amen. Where before you'd go either not deal with it. Yeah. Or deal with it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and and just make it worse. Um, so, Pastor John, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I, I don't have an addiction problem, but I have a lot of people that surround me that have addiction problems. And the thing that I see with them is that they don't want to submit. Yeah. And we all know when you're saved, the first thing you do is you submit to Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, that's the first thing. And until you can submit, you can't really be led. That's true. That, that's exactly right. And, you know, what so just amazes me, and the deeper I get into my walk and the more I learn about as mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a fairly new pastor, and the mm-hmm. more I learn about the Bible and about God and my relationship gets closer with it, 
the walk, recovery walk and Christian walk mirror each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. They absolutely mirror each other. And if you're going to become a Christian, you have to give authority in your life over to Jesus Christ. That's and if right. you want to get sober, you have to do the same thing. First, you have to Amen. admit you have a problem and, and you have to realize that there's a power greater than you, Jesus Christ, in my opinion, uh, that, 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 that can solve your problems, overcome your problems. And then you have to surrender your life to him. Yeah, and the really 12 do. steps are powerful. But those first three, if you don't get those, forget it. You know, so I, I want to share this with you because I think it's really amazing. And it's amazing that I'm here with the two of you talking hey, about you put this. us together. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Susan yeah. introduced us and <laughs> she's uh, works for KKHT and has, has been a wonderful yeah. uh, assistance in, in not just uh, dealing with the yeah. practical aspects, the business aspects of the deal. But, man, she's introduced me. As I named the litany of people that have come on the show, I think you introduced me to 90% of them. There's anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway, well, I'm I'm in an equally yoked marriage now, and, and we don't drink at all. I mean, we have orange juice and sometimes diet. Well, Mexican Cokes, those are really good. <laughs> <laughs> so those are really good. But we don't have alcohol in our house, not because we have a problem with it. We just don't feel that we need to muddle our brains up with alcohol. There's other things that we can do and have fun, so we do that. But prior to this marriage, I was married before, and that marriage fell apart because my ex-husband was addicted. And he went into rehab, and he did all the stuff, and he kept going back and forth and back and forth. And he went on to secular programs, secular 12-step. He finally got into a Christ-centered program about 12 years ago. So really? he's, he's been sober. That. We're yeah. on year 13. Praise God. So he called me today. To celebrate, because we're like five days from his 13-year anniversary. And we had the best talk about not only what he did, but what I did in reaction, because I wasn't saved at that time. So I wasn't very nice to him. And I hear you all talking about the suffering of addiction. And I never thought about it that way. I just thought, well, he's just a big old jerk, and he doesn't care, and all of this stuff. And some of that was true. But a lot more of it was my reaction to him. I didn't help him. I just yelled at him. Oh, my gosh. You know, there's a brother that is mm-hmm. really struggling right now, but he's but God's tugging on him. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps getting into all these problems in his car, this, and somebody cut the brake line, and he flipped his car, and he, exactly. he did, got in this fight, and this and that, and he's in a sober living pr- house right now, praise God. He's, he's nine days sober. Good. But the problems that we create, but you know what? We just have to keep loving those people. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean enabling them. Yes. Right. That doesn't mean helping them to get, you know, if, if he's going to go to jail, I'm going to let him spend some time in there, you know, because so, <laughs> yeah. he needs to understand the consequences of yes. his actions. So yes. there's, and that's a really hard line for people to understand. It is. What is the difference between enabling somebody and what is the difference in helping somebody? And the way you help them is tough love. But it's always in love. It's always in love. It's always in love. And, and, you know, Bill, you were talking about the struggle that -hmm. you went through. And, and John, you said the same thing, that you just struggle with the the shame of everything that you're doing. And then you've got somebody, a spouse or a a sibling or a parent, you know, just screaming and yelling at you. You're no good and all of that sort of stuff. And what we have to realize, those of us who are not addicted, is that, yes, we do have to be loving, but we have to submit, too. It's not just submission on the side of the person who's struggling with the addiction. We have to submit and give up that control. Because really, if you're screaming and yelling at somebody, don't you in that moment feel like, I'm running this show because I'm yelling at them? You do. Yeah, you get that feeling. Yeah. And once you think you're running it and you're not allowing God to run it. Only God, yeah, you got to turn it over to God. You're not running it. But that doesn't mean you have to put up with stuff. Yes. Right. Yes. But lovingly. Kelly got walked on for years. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, instead of Rebecca. Yeah. And and so yeah. I was in rehab and they told her, you're an enabler and you have to do this or mm. it's not going to work. If he if he's going to try to get sober, you can't do this. You have to give him ultimatums. Yeah. And so got, thank God she did. And it all worked out. Well, Rebecca yeah. ultimately did because one day I went downstairs and, and all the, her clothes were out of the closet. So, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. which, okay. you know what? There At the go. time, I thought was one of the worst things that ever happened to yeah. me. But in retrospect, it was one of the best things because was, that right. was began my road to recovery. You've right. got to practice. great. I, I have a wonderful, loving, forgiving wife. But she reached a point, and, you know, honestly, she should have reached it before. But she reached a point where she wouldn't put up with it anymore. And, and we, you know, addicts need those kinds of wake-up calls to uh, get their attention. So, and sometimes they never do. But you and know what as I think Paul is... says, the wages of sin lead to death. Well, they call it the bottom of the barrel yeah. for a reason. Sure. Yes. And, and everybody has their own bottom. My bottom was losing Kelly. Yeah. And, and, and in fact, my family. Right. So that was my bottom. Right. Everybody's different. Yeah, everybody's is different. You know, I've, yeah. I've been to your church a few times, and I've seen the atmosphere over there, and I would encourage people that if, you are feeling bad about any of this, go to New Covenant Church on Sunday night in the Heights. It's really awesome because, one, it's a very welcoming place to go. And everybody that's been there has been in your shoes. Yeah, that really is true. Uh, And And they know. Yeah, and we've got a lot of people with a lot of long-term sobriety. We've got people like John Hammond, who's been in the prison ministry for 40 years. And, and, you know, we've really... uh, Pastor Rick, by the way, my assistant pastor did a great job preaching last Sunday. Uh, he hasn't, but but he was in law enforcement, so he's mm. seen the other side of it, and mm-hmm. and and how you know we we all believe yeah. that well, number one, we're going to encourage, we're going to love, we're going to we're going to we're going to help people, yeah. uh, but we all believe that rather than punitive measures, we need recovery. You know that that we we tried all the. The prisons. We used to throw people in prison for a joint, one joint of marijuana. That, that doesn't, you know, <laughs> that doesn't really help. No, that it? doesn't do any yeah. good. What we need is what we need is is rehabilitation. I want to give people some, some hope too. Um, I, I want to do two things real quick. <clears throat> one, one of the things that never gets talked about is sex addiction, mm. which is a real problem. And so, I want to encourage people out there to. Uh, address that problem, realize it, recognize it, and and uh, you know give permission to the other spouse. You don't have to put up with that. You know you, you can draw ultimatums in that regard too, and that's a, that's a difficult one. The other thing I want to talk about in these last few minutes is the amazing miracle that happens. God is so good when you really do address your addiction and you really do start making amends. Everything gets so good. And your and the it's forgiveness it, it is cleaning in your spirit, your soul. You get that peace that surpasses it all is. understanding. It is peace. Yes. Yeah, you still have problems. You have problems yeah. in your business. You, you run a good a big business. I got problems in my law practice. I got problems. You know, we work through them now. My wife and I know how to work through them in love now. And um, so uh, you I, almost have to learn again. You do. You really do. Can I? Sure. I need. I want to thank Jesus for saving me, Amen. my wife for loving me, Amen. and my family for loving me, because I had three years in November. So In November? Yeah. Uh, congratulations, yeah. brother. Congratulations. That's awesome. Sorry I didn't interrupt. No, no. But, that's, but that's I want to squeeze that in. All praise to God. Yeah. But you know what? Your family's an incredible part of it. I, I just, you know, the amends process scares people, 
but it really is one of the most beautiful parts of recovery because it, it may not be universal, but for the most part, the people that love you, they are so happy that you've changed. And particularly if they're people of faith and you've really turned your life over to Jesus, uh, that's that's an amazing, wonderful, wonderful thing. I, I got so much positive feedback from people I'd done, I'd, I'd hurt, you know, I really had. I had my extended family. And it gets better the yes. longer you're sober. Oh, I want to say one thing, gratitude. Uh, oh, this, yeah, this this Thanksgiving, I'm so grateful that I was able to Amen. go spend it with my extended family. My dad's 86. I don't know how many more things. He's good health for 86, but how many more Thanksgivings we got? I wasted so many. But you know what? I, the past is history. Can't get those That's back. Right. I'm not going to regret it. I, but the present is a gift, and I was present That's with right. him. I wasn't looking to go out and drink. I wasn't looking to go out. All right, well, we, we, we love you here at... Uh, at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, and at Recovery Radio Houston. By the way, we're merging the programs, the Monday and Wednesday programs, so we'll be doing some preaching on Wednesday nights as oh, as well. But we're going to continue to bring guests. We've got Nor- Lenora Purvis next week, who uh, has Heaven's Army. Uh, and we want to invite you to New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, on Sunday nights in the Heights, 6 p.m., 240 West 18th Street. We love you, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.